Welcome back to Classroom Brew. Now, this is coming out a few weeks after I record it, but we are closed down. So, crazy times right now. Probably, I'm probably scrambling to, you know, become a online teacher. But here's the good news. So, we in the States, we are currently switching to this whole online system for e-learning, distance learning, whatever you want to call it. But most of us don't have the true, even though we know what we're doing, kind of, some of us do, we've never really been trained. So here's a unique opportunity because we have Daisy, and if you are on Instagram, uh, she's the real Miss Honey on Instagram. She posts these awesome, charming videos on Instagram for teaching people how to speak English. They're a lot of fun to listen to. She's like, I think I discovered her account like six months ago, and we're going to make an episode happen, which I think is a great opportunity for you guys to hear what someone that actually knows what she's doing uh, is doing. So let's give her a call, and we'll go from there with my thick Chicago accent. Is it thick? Probably not. Hello. Hi, Daisy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I almost thought, like, should I start this episode by being like, hello, my lovely students, but it's that's not my line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is definitely my trademark these days. And it wasn't <laughs> even planned. It was just like... Happened. <laughs> just happened naturally. Just one day you started, and then you went from there. Yeah, I just, I just think one day I, I, I started saying like, "Hello, my lovely students," and then before I knew it, whenever I said hi, guys, I got a ton of messages saying, "No, say hello, my lovely students." <laughs> so, you know, it's a rule now, a bit of a rule of thumb. I must, I must greet everybody that way. So, <laughs> hello, my lovely students. <laughs> I love it. I have a friend of mine that uh, she's from Minnesota, and she never says the word darling. But she said, like, hello, darling, one morning to all her kids. And now she's been saying it for years. So it's like kind of the same thing. And now now it's your thing, I guess. You're kind of stuck. <laughs> so I guess a little bit of background, Daisy. So uh, right now you are on Instagram as uh, the real Miss Honey. So you, for, from what I've seen, you're offering like learning English in terms of speaking. I'm assuming a little bit of writing too. Uh, through Instagram, but I'm guessing there might be a little bit more to it than that. So I guess if they don't know you on Instagram, uh, tell us a little bit about a little bit about the real Miss Honey. Well, um, I started teaching English as a second language about five or six years ago now, but in schools over in Thailand, and I was a kindergarten teacher. And after that, I sort of dabbled a bit in summer camps and you know doing a bit of, sort of online, not online, but sort of um, face-to-face tutoring mm-hmm. while I was traveling. And then um, cutting, long story short, I, I decided it wasn't really for me. And I came back to the UK, um, sort of went back to university and spent some time trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and then I actually started online teaching about 18 months ago. So my main job now is um, teaching one-to-one type lessons via italki and I love it it's brilliant um I went full-time with it um about four months ago in other words oh, wow. quitting my day job and and it was a bit of a risk because I didn't know if I'd be able to fully support myself just giving online lessons but mm-hmm. as of now I've I, I now earn more than I did with my office job doing this so wow. it's it's great it's great in terms of you know, work and supporting myself. But I think more than that, it's it's just a brilliant job. I've got students all over the world. They're all my friends now. You know, 
it's brilliant. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I hope that was a good summary. I, I didn't want to go off on a tangent about my life story. <laughs> no, that was awesome. <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> so like right now, so the move uh, with the current job from the UK to Thailand, what was the big reason for you wanting to go back to Thailand? Um, to be honest with you, I, I came up to Thailand um, just to just to see some friends because a big, a big group of my friends all meet here every year but then just as we arrived um coronavirus really hit so yeah. the country went on lockdown followed the rest of europe and the world and everything um so i didn't sort of choose thailand to come and live out here but i'm pretty much stuck right now mm-hmm. so um you know i decided to make the make you know a bad situation good <laughs> if I could and I got myself a place to stay and just just have knuckled down really and, and just sort of teaching my students and trying to kind of get into a good rhythm being here um but to be honest with you the future is quite uncertain right now I don't really know where I'm going next or what I'm doing I'm just taking each day as it comes <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing that like if it were me I would be stressing out I think every day but like you've still like you seem like you have this really positive uh, even though you're probably a little nervous a little scared maybe but you seem like you're still like you're handling it better than anyone. I think anyone could like, it's impressive really. Like, <laughs> So for your, your students online, like are you in multiple countries? Are they people that uh, like, how many students do you have approximately? I don't even know what you could say, but. Off the top of my head right now, I've probably got between 30 and 40 regular students. And um, okay. some of them have classes with me every day. Some are sort of once a week, some dip in and out as and when they need me um right. and honest, honestly in one day i mean I'm, I'm just looking at my list of students from yesterday um in one day I, I, I go from malaysia saudi arabia Kuwait, hong kong um then the now from yeah, saudi back to italy brazil so it literally <laughs> oh goes my God, yeah. around the world like it's brilliant and the one one that you know i'm talking to you know Ahmad in Kuwait and then the next minute I'm talking to you know Stefano in Italy and it's it's just even even for me doing it it blows my mind just yeah. how amazing this job is you know it's, it's not just about the countries but it's different cultures different customs different conversations I mean yeah. I'm learning so much from this job you know yeah, it's, it sounds incredible <laughs> yeah it sounds fantastic not it's to mention really too cool. your instagram you probably get even more people through that that aren't like your direct students because like you probably get like i don't know hundreds hundreds of thousands of views on every video so you're probably reaching even further than you truly know i'm trying i try my best i mean to be honest with you i'm trying to sort of up my game on social media a bit now because i'm i, I hate being on my phone I, I think although most people these days are all about social media, they're all about Instagram, whether they're educators or just influencers. But I just I hate being on my phone all the time. I just I hate technology. I prefer to be, you know, in in the moment. So recently I've been trying to, you know, be more present on social media and help more people. But um it, it's cool. It's really cool. I mean, Instagram's a brilliant tool for learning English. Most yeah. most people use Instagram just just to learn something. So you know, a postmedium or a word of the week, then right. they learn something new. <laughs> right. Well, because you you offer a word of the week. You do a you do a phrasal verbs. You do what else do you offer on Instagram thing for your usual videos? So the usual videos. So I've got my random animal facts. So Monday Sunday fact day, which I know is completely ridiculous, but that sounds great. I, I started it one day and it stuck um and I feel like that's just the 
a good way to learn something new and maybe learn some new vocabulary as well. I usually try and slip a couple of like more advanced words into my explanations. Um, Tuesdays is usually a tongue twister, so focusing on pronunciation. Um, Wednesday is word of the week. Thursday is the throwing an idiom. Friday is phrasal verb Friday. And <laughs> Saturday I have sort of slang Saturday. So I try and do um, some kind of slang expression, some kind of British right. phrase or something. Sure. Um, now for the tongue twisters. I have to say, I can't say it. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was just, um, just going to say I can't take credit for that. I mean, when I started started the Instagram thing a really good friend of mine kind of guided me on how to make good content and how to kind of you know make it um consistent um Anya Anya teaches English she's brilliant so thank you Anya she she's definitely (laughs) credit for that (laughs) (laughs) now for the tongue twisters how many times do you have to record your video before you actually like put it up there like I know for me like with the podcast I just do it because it's just in one go and then if I find a good clip for social media I just post that but like for yours, like, is it? Are we talking like first take? You got it perfectly. Is it three or four? Is it eighty-seven that didn't quite make it? Like, what are we talking <laughs> for tongue twisters? Oh my goodness! Sometimes it's like a good five, six goes, and by that sixth recording, I'm pulling my hair out. And anyone who knows me can probably see the anger in my eyes. I'm like, hello, my lovely students. This right, week's right. tongue twister is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I think um, a lot of people say to me, oh, like, um, why are tongue twisters important for learning English? But, I mean, they're fun, of course, even mm. for, you know, native speakers. But really, they, they help you identify problem words and, and problem sounds. So if, if you struggle with, like, oh, then it's a really good way to, to practice that. Yeah. And different, I find that different um, People from different countries struggle with different sounds, so each week I try and do one that focuses on, you know, different words and different kind of mouth movements, and it's, it's a great way to kind of practice that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I can totally relate to, like, when you're, like, by the time you finally get that take, you're like, oh, I'm so angry right now. Like, I've been doing audiobooks as well, like, narration for that, and so there's some really? lines where it's like, oh, it's, it's so time-consuming, but I love it. But there's sometimes when, like, when, you know, when you've been reading for like three or four hours, eventually you just get fatigued, right? And so for some reason, there was one time last week where I was on like, I'm talking like the seventh try. I just couldn't get this one sentence. I don't know why. I probably was just tired. And when I finally got it and then I listened back to it, I was like, I got to do it again because, it, and I had to pivot too. So it was like, I would say something like, oh, I'm so excited about this book right now. The reason for this, and then like I shifted into like calm, like, <laughs> Almost as if I was bipolar. I was like, I should probably redo that little bit right there. It didn't sound, didn't exactly match the inflection. But <laughs> totally get that. Totally get that. Oh my <laughs> so your transition, because you initially, you said you started as a kindergarten teacher in like an actual school building. Uh, what was like any concerns or like any factors or anyone that influenced you to kind of make the leap to finally dive into the solely online teaching thing right now? Well, my story isn't... Um isn't so sort of straightforward there was a bit of a gap so I started teaching in schools and I just didn't feel like it was for me to be honest and and I never wanted to teach in schools in England because I just heard so many horror stories about um you know like the politics of teaching in in schools in England and and I and I've also heard it's the same story in the states you Mm. know I follow lots of um lots of teachers on Instagram from the States and they're constantly saying like, 
know, they, you know, it's just crazy working hours, and, you know, they're not getting enough, they're not getting support. Right. So I always, um, I always tried away from classroom teaching in my own country. And when I sort of tried it, you know, in, in teaching sort of ESL, like doing it abroad, I just, I, I don't know whether it was because of, you know, the schools I was teaching at or just my experience, but I, I just didn't feel like it was for me. So I actually went and worked for a publisher. So I was, I was still working in education, um, but I was working in student recruitment rather than actually teaching. And I was working for different universities and helping people do, you know, applications for master's degrees. And I loved it, but I think the thing that I hated is just sitting on my bum every day in an office doing <laughs> right. the same thing every day. Yeah. And, and so for me, I started thinking, right, I want to work online. I, I want to do a job online and I want to be able to travel and I want to be my own boss and I want to build something for myself. And I was racking my brain for like months thinking, what skills do I have? I mean, I love writing. I love, you know, content editing. Maybe I could do that. And then suddenly I had a light bulb moment and I was like, I love teaching and I love education. So why don't I try teaching online? Mm-hmm. So um, I I started, um, I started on italki just teaching in the evenings and on my lunch break so oh, i was geez. working oh my god yeah i was working ridiculous hours i mean my my office job and um, the publishers that was you know a good sort of like 40 hours a week but i was work, mm-hmm. i was you know teaching for an hour on my lunch break every day i was teaching after work sort of seven till half nine i was working like all weekends teaching my students because i felt like i wanted to build up something and I wanted to I didn't want to just quit my job and then then start teaching because I didn't know if it would work and then I started the Instagram as well um started building that up um and then that took off which was really exciting because I was like oh wow I did it organically because there's so (laughs) many people buy their followers and all that right um and then I decided to hand in my notice about September time last year and it was a really scary decision because I'd been working for the publishers for two years and it was a stable job and you know it wasn't going to go anywhere and I was doing well there but I just knew in my heart that I could not I could not spend my 20s working at a desk in an office so <laughs> yeah yeah I left I left in November so I gave them lots of notice so they could find someone else and um then I booked a ticket to Bali and I went and thought right I'm going to start in Bali and I'm going <laughs> to teach my students and yeah it's it's been brilliant. So the reason the reason I decided to teach online was because I just wanted the freedom to make something of my own, to mm. be where I wanted to be, to choose my own hours. Um, and to be honest with you, I I do at right like right now. I know we're on on lockdown, and there are a lot of students right now because mm. everyone's sort of bored at home. Oh, yeah. But um, I do work. I do work more to be honest but I feel like it swings and roundabouts really like I'm able to travel and choose my hours even if I am doing 10 hours a day you know it's my choice so that was that was the main driver really to teaching online and it's been a blessing especially with the current situation in the world right now it's it's an absolute blessing yeah absolutely so that's the story (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine too how good it must have felt like not just when you you gave them your notice, but also like your absolute last day at the publisher when you were like, all right, now I'm literally free to go do this thing and not be chained to this desk. And like, I can't really imagine what that felt like that day. It was it was bittersweet, to be honest. Um, hmm. It was very hard for me to leave the girls I worked with. And it was, sure. 
it was hard because I thought I'm literally taking a step into the unknown right now. Like I'm literally going self-employed and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do my taxes. I don't know if I'm going to suddenly get no students. What do I do if suddenly online teaching fades out? I I was having massive imposter syndrome, to be honest, with like the whole thing. (laughs) But I just... I just kept on telling myself that this wasn't an overnight decision. This was something that I really built up. And like I said, I was I was teaching and working. So I was doing both for a good year, to be honest. That I was, yeah. you know, it, it, affected, it affected a lot. Like even, you know, my family were telling me I was working too much. You know, my, my boyfriend was angry at me because all weekend I was teaching. And he was like, right. you know, you're always teaching. We don't get to hang out. But I said... I, I've got to build this up because if I just quit my job and do this, it might not work. So it was, um, yeah, it was a long, a long game plan, but I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I did it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I guess you're kind of like our expert in this sense where like you've been doing this for a while now, but like the rest of us, especially in the States right now with this mess that's going on, we aren't really sure what we should be doing entirely. Like, I'm pretty good with like Google Classroom and things like that, but like a lot of my kids don't have access to it. Is there any like tips or tricks that you could give to people that are now suddenly thrust into an online teacher role that they haven't had the chance to like build it up? They haven't been trained. Some of them have zero technology background if they might be like an older teacher, veteran teacher, I'll say veteran teacher, not older. Uh, Any advice or tips (laughs) that you can give them? Um, So... To be honest with you, most most of my teaching is, is one-to-one, so I, I just use Skype and, and that sort of suits me well. But um, for those who are suddenly having to teach, you know, 30, 40 of their students online, um, there are loads of fantastic platforms you can use. I mean, you've probably heard of Zoom, mm-hmm. but Zoom you can have up to 70 people um, <laughs> log in at one time and you can basically see them all. So you could see all of your students and they could be watching you. And you can mute their mic. So you could literally just present the class and then you can unmute single students if you want to have feedback. So that's a really, really good way if you've got sort of multiple students to teach at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in terms of, um, you know, maybe those who are looking to do work online and, and maybe want to sort of start teaching online, I've been, I've been using italki for the whole the whole thing and I know there are so many platforms out there um you know I know a lot of Americans use VIP kid which mm-hmm. I can't use they don't let British people teach on it which I, I find really annoying um, <laughs> but um you know, there, are, there are countless platforms but I would really recommend iTalki because literally you 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 know it's like a Facebook for students and teachers you make your profile students can browse through who they like they can book a trial with you to see if they like you. And, um, you know, you pick your own hours, you set your own rates. And um, it's, it's, it's a really secure way of kind of like, you know, organizing your time as well. So, yeah, I'd, I'd really recommend those two things, sort of both kinds of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I guess the like the last thing, because I want to be, I know you've got to teach pretty soon. So for me, I'm having like a drink that has alcohol in it but you've got something with caffeine in it. So you got to get ready to go pretty soon. I've got a lot of coffee. <laughs> so, yeah. so with your, your Instagram, aside from like reaching more people, are there any other goals that like we might not be aware of for the real Miss Honey or some like message that you want to get out to other people? A whole ton. Um, gosh, I, I've got a whole list of things that I am planning to do and I want to do. I think for me, um, I... 
I really want to use social media not as a sort of influencer, look at me, like sort of ego boost, which I think the majority of people on Instagram use it for. <laughs> right. um, they just graduated and the first I, thing they want to do is like they buy classroom supplies and start their Instagram account. And it's like, you've had one month of teaching in your, under your belt. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but I think for me, like, number one, I want to I wanna help people. I want to help as many people as I can. And one thing I really want to do is start developing courses. And I know that that's something that a lot of online teachers are doing. So I feel like there are kind of different camps with online teaching, um, especially with teaching English online. You've got like the YouTubers, um, like, you know, like Lucy, like Eat, Sleep, Dream, Tom, like Papa Teach Me, you know, big influencers. But they're, they're more on the YouTube game. And I, I don't actually know if many of them actually teach one-to-one lessons. For me, I do want to start a YouTube channel, but I really love my one-to-one teaching I, I love building relationships with people and and to be honest with you it's so much more than teaching like you know grammar and idioms it's it's being a friend for a lot of people it's it's helping them it's coaching them I mean I I have this book here and this and every single lesson I plan like this is for today um but I leave these I leave these big gaps because I just take notes about what we talk about and oh. most of the time it's like you know it's about sort of what's going on in their lives because these a lot of my students just need someone to talk to so I don't want to lose that but at the same time I do want to help more people so my plan is to still still do one-to-one lessons but also maybe start developing courses and that are you know much more affordable for students who maybe can't afford one-to-one tuition with with teachers and I talking and all that and um really and I really want to build a name like the realness funny you know i think you know that i feel like that's kind of like a brand in itself and i do want to like you know do courses maybe even do ebooks and help other people do what i'm doing so that's the third thing i'm hoping to do this year is to help other people start teaching online you know so i get a lot of messages from people being like hi like i want to do what you do how did you start like where do you start and and i think maybe i could do a course for this maybe i could yeah compile all my knowledge and information and experience into like a little package and be like there you go there's all the information so yeah three things then so yeah keep teaching online make some English courses and make some teaching courses, like how to be a teacher. <laughs> I love it. It sounds fantastic. So, and I guess I, I completely yeah. forgot to ask this part. Uh, so why is it the real Miss Honey? Is that like a middle name? Is it a last name that we don't know about? <laughs> this is a good question. Um, <laughs> so basically when I was trying to um, think of a name for my online business before I even thought about teaching, you know, I was thinking, do I do writing? Do I start doing this? Do I do that? Um, I was racking my brain thinking, like, what, what name could I give myself? And basically, the real Miss Honey came about because in all the years I was teaching English in schools and, you know, summer camps and teaching kids, people said to me, Daisy, you're just like the real Miss Honey as in Miss Honey from Matilda, because they, they, uh, they, they said, you're just, like, you're just like the real Miss Honey. And when I was thinking of a, a teaching name in particular, it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, ah, like the real Miss Honey, a sweet way to learn English, <laughs> because everyone thinks I'm sweet, apparently. Apparently I'm sweet. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a great story. So, 
um, I, I mean, I, I love the Matilda story anyway. And, and when people said, yeah, you're, you're, like, you're like the real Miss Honey, I took it as a compliment. I mean, I love that character. She's so nice. But um, yeah, so that's really it. Um, and it's funny because a lot of students um, on Instagram are like, oh, oh, hi, Miss Honey. Hi, Honey. And I'm like, it's, it's not really my name. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Well, Daisy, I'm so glad we got to do it. Um, hopefully, it's the first of many. Maybe we can like do another one as like an update. Hopefully, once all this crazy stuff is done with and we're all, well, for us that are brick and mortar schools, we're back in our schools and things like that. Um, but where can they check out uh, your business? Not just the Instagram, but also the business of The Real Miss Honey. Um, so I, if you, if you want to book a lesson, um, I'm currently <laughs> teaching through ISIS. I can send you a link if you do have any sort of students or sort of ESL students with help um and i mean the rest the rest is kind of in the in the works at the moment so i'm hoping that within the next sort of two three months i'm going to have a bit more i can share like a website um but that's all sort of in the pipeline so at the right. moment it's pretty much just instagram email and um and i talking which i know doesn't sound much but um stay tuned guys <laughs> I will definitely we'll definitely do an update then and we'll we'll put all that stuff in there and then hopefully we'll be talking to the even more famous real Miss Honey. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so everybody else, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all your support. I hope you guys are staying all happy and healthy and you know, safe from all the stuff that's going on right now. Uh, if you want to get that exclusive content like bonus content, uh, behind the scenes, all that stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. Huge shout out to James and Lish for supporting the show. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys will have your koozies out pretty soon if they're not already there. Uh, and until next week, guys, Daisy, would you like to do the honors? I'd love to. Okay, my lucky students, well, this is it.